This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And uh, we're coming to you today via Skype for the very first time. Yeah, we just figured out, we just spent like 15 minutes figuring out how to do it. You know, our tried and true method of remote recording where one of us calls the other one and we just hold a microphone, a phone up to a microphone. Um, Feels kind of embarrassing right now because every single podcast is recording remotely and they're all doing like using Skype or like have figured out a way to like actually make it sound good. So, so yeah, we figured, I mean, we, we can't be that stupid. We, and I think we, we figured it out. Um, we're recording no. over Skype and then I'm doing a backup, uh, just recording directly into GarageBand in case our Skype call is not recorded for some reason, but I think we, I think we got it. So hopefully this will sound better than, than last week's. Yeah. Hopefully it sounds okay. Anyway. Um, so what's up, Brian? Ugh, How are you? I mean, like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Like, I, you know, we have to count our blessings, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah. I am, I, I do feel like every morning waking up into some sort of, like, Groundhog Day reality. Um, because every day is sort of exactly the same. Every day I still wake up and I'm kind of like, is this real? And then I, like, check Twitter and I'm like, oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. And then I just keep going with my fucking life but yeah I'm I feel kind of like I don't know probably like everybody in the world traumatized yeah um yeah it's like definitely like the entire planet and definitely everyone in America is like experiencing trauma right now and like it's just like a very intense period for everybody because we're we're like sort of right in the middle of it now and yeah. we, we still don't know, you know, how bad it's going to get and how long it's going to last. And that, that is like scary and, and, you know, terrifying. But for me that like sort of depressing thing is just thinking about all the like really long-term consequences of how this really will shift. I mean, and maybe there's a silver lining things Maybe maybe our society will learn something from this trauma, but like thinking just down the line of like how many things are just going to be totally different now is is yeah. really is for me like not not as scary maybe, but a little more like daunting and and depressing. Oh, like what do you mean? Like well, what do you like? I think things are going to change too, but but what do you what do you mean? Uh, I, I guess just like the the relationship that everyone has to uh to public spaces and to um to community everything from i i don't know going to concerts and museums to restaurants to going to the beach uh traveling um i think like our whole generation and again like some of this might be good 
in the long run. And some of it, it'll slowly sort of tick up, you know, to someplace approaching maybe normal. But I, I think the whole way that we view society is, is just is changing. And it's just very strange to think about. It's totally strange, and yeah, we're. It's never going to be like it was before. It's going to be some like things will be totally different. I know I'm never going to be the same. Like I'm never going to be. I don't think I'm ever going to take for granted that like I don't have to like disinfect stuff. Again. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll be disinfecting or handled for the rest of my life for sure. Yeah, like I mean, when we, I would just think of our grandparents when we were growing up, like you know, saving food scraps and. Uh, yeah. being like weird about like leftovers and I always thought that was like because they you know grew up during the depression and that was sort of alien from the way that we grew up now like if we you know are old and have grandkids they're gonna just see us like constantly disinfect everything and they're gonna think we're insane yeah they're gonna be like what is wrong with these people these old it's like gonna be a trope where like in 30 years, Saturday Night Live is going to have some, like, 25-year-old playing, like, a grandma who's like, don't forget to disinfect your door yeah. handles. Yeah, that'll be, like, a signifier <laughs> of an old person is, like, being a germaphobe. Yeah. Being a, exactly. But, uh, and I never, you know. like, I've never been a germaphobe. I, I mean, I, like, you know, well, I, I'm, I've always, like, washed my hands after I went to the bathroom and stuff, but, like, I've never, I've never really thought about it that much, um, and now... Yeah, it is like so crazy. I like I'm I'm genuinely scared to leave the house, which is so weird. I know. And I was always kind of like one of those people that thought like being a little gross was like actually better for your immune system. Yeah, I still think it is to some extent, except when there's like a deadly virus going around. Unless there yeah, exactly, except when there's a deadly virus going around like there is right now. Yes. Um yeah, it's I've been, um, every day I feel like there's some project I have to do that requires me to leave my house at least a little bit. Like every day I have to walk my dog. So I'm like, I'm, I'm leaving my house every single day just for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and then if I ever have to do laundry, which is like, I'm doing way more laundry than I've ever done. Like I'm washing everything like as soon as I possibly can. And like washing, I'm just washing a lot of stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I ever have to go to the dumpster, like these are like major. This is these are like the major things in my day now. Yeah, because like, you you live in a building so much that anxiety around. is like has a, a, many people living around you more so than I do. I think. Um, yeah. And I I've been I've been taking long walks like every two or three days. Um, and I did one yesterday, uh, like I walked around the, the golf course in Griffith park. Uh, and it was, you know, there was definitely like the joggers, but people pretty much stayed six feet from each other. So I, I didn't, there wasn't any like moment where I was like, Oh my God, I was infected. But then when I got home, I, I wore also wore gloves the whole time and I don't have any like medical gloves. So I'm just wearing like my winter gloves from when I used to live in New York. <laughs> Um, yeah, and mean, then yeah, come home, take the gloves off, uh, disinfect all the you know doorknobs, wash my hands, all that stuff as soon as I get home. Um, but yeah, other than those walks, and I haven't gone grocery shopping since. I think actually right before we recorded last week was the the last time I went grocery shopping. So uh, other than that, I haven't really I haven't left the house at all. Um, I haven't gotten yeah. in, my car, in my car since then. I should probably like, turn on my car to see if it still runs. Yeah, I mean, I've been feeling like there are just so many people where I live. It's like we're all on top of each other. Like, I haven't gone a day without, like, seeing a neighbor. I have people who live in the building who, like, definitely don't take it seriously, who have, like, gotten too close to me in the laundry room. There are joggers on the street who don't really want to take when I'm, like, walking my dog who, like, if I don't. Like, if I don't go and stand in the street, like, they won't stop when they see me approaching because they, like, I guess have to, like, keep their heart rate up or something. So, like, that's been an issue for me. Like, I definitely feel like I'm coming in contact with people way more than I would like to. Yeah. I just, I don't see it any way. Like, there's, like, just no way for me to Completely, to yeah. Like, unless you're holed up in a, you know, giant mansion, like, many of the ladies interviewed in this uh current news goop newsletter um i know you're not able which to which is like but i wish i was but well, yeah, i'm not yeah uh so 
should we get into some there's not much gwyneth news obviously but there are a few little articles i saw in the paper there are well like okay. what okay so and this is sort of stretching it obviously um first there there were a few articles about um the woman uh let's see Oh, gosh. It says, the Gwyneth Paltrow-approved doctor pushing wacky coronavirus conspiracies. Who? So, this is a woman that uh, was, I guess, invited to speak at one of the the Goop seminars. Uh, Her name is Kelly Brogan. And she, uh, she was the one who also got in trouble for being anti-vaxxer or like some AIDS controversy. I forget. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. One of them had like a weird AIDS take. So it was one of the goop, uh, like at one of the summit wellness summits. Yeah. This is the same In lady. Town. Uh, and I, I don't, and I don't really remember her ever being, so I think she might've been interviewed on goop once, but she, because she is like the craziest person, uh, they keep going back to her and now, and this is true. I mean, Goop should really like distance themselves from this lady because she, yeah. she is now set. She has this, uh, YouTube video that has like 70,000 views. Um, basically saying that there is potentially no such thing as the coronavirus because it's mm. not possible to prove that any given pathogen has induced death. And she also uh, does not believe in the germ theory of disease. What? Yeah. So this is like. What is her theory? I don't know. She says she encouraged viewers to seek alternative theories, suggesting that the news media is being controlled by an unnamed pro-vaccination group and speculated that the U.S. government is planning to link our passports with our vaccination records and gain to uh, totalitarian governmental control, not unlike the divide and conquer dehumanization agendas that preceded the Holocaust. Holy fucking shit. So she's really crazy. Okay, so this is what people are talking about when they're like, Goop is dangerous. Because if you read Goop, you never see shit like this on there. Like, it's not on Goop. Yeah, so... But that's their problem. It's like, they... It's like, you know that saying where it's like, you can't be so open-minded, your brain falls out? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, they're like, well, whatever. Like, we'll take everybody's opinion in, and, like, maybe it's good. Maybe there's something there. Like... Which is all just leads down to like something they would personally enjoy doing or would make them be thinner. <laughs> those are like, or like would show them out for a second. Like those are the only things that they're really looking for. But then they end up like having these doctors come on who like say all this and ins- who have a history of saying insane shit, even though they would never say it in actually say it in goop. Um, but they should totally denounce this. They should, person. Do, yeah. I mean, and the, the only thing that they, they this says goop design, declined to comment stating we would suggest reaching out to Dr. Brogan directly as she didn't make those comments on Goop's platform. But I mean, yes, it's true, but they, it's true. It is true. And that's like, they, this is all sort of, they had to do, but they should, they should say something like, Oh, we disavow these comments. Um, you know, we regret ever giving this woman a platform and we will never, you know, speak to her again or whatever. I I think that that would be good. I mean, like, because it is so, it is such a fucked up time. Like, it is so truly dangerous. And they actually, on my list, they have a really good, like, very factual Q&A about coronavirus yeah. in their on their platform right now. But people learn about doctors or, like, medical personalities, like, <laughs> through their platform. And then, like, can go along and follow them, not on not just from reading Goo. Yeah, so, like, like, we do. <laughs> They should definitely say something. Yeah, and like this, it's it's just like an unprecedented time, and I think Goop needs needs to really put their foot down with some of these people in a way that you know we could all sort of claim that this is somewhat harmless before, or you know, different opinions about uh, medicine, and now we're at a place where I, I think there should be like zero tolerance for this type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, like at this point, like it is it's like an emergency. It's like a global emergency. So they, they need to step up and they're doing a good job on their actual platform. Yeah, totally. right? Like in the newsletter, I think everything is good. Um, but it's I mean, that, it's that perception of goop that like they've somewhat cultivated. And now I think they're going to have to maybe t- take a, a firmer stance to, to sort of try to go against 
that perception? Oh my God. I mean, yes, they're going to have to like, um, yes, exactly. They're going to have to like figure out a way to, to distance themselves and to like make a, make a point that this kind of thing is not okay. Cause it's yeah. totally not. No. And uh, it never was. They shouldn't have had her be on the, they shouldn't have had her on the in goop health no, panel either. They should never have had. And yeah. And, and these, these recent videos, I guess have been taken down by Facebook and YouTube, uh, Gosh. because they are so dangerous. Um, so yeah, like, you know, goop has had this history of, of listening to alternative practitioners and, uh, but yeah, I think they just need to be a little bit more careful in the future. Yeah. Um, the That's other breaking news. I know, right? Well, the the other thing there was, and this is very hypothetical, I think, but there was one article I read that the headline was Marvel reportedly wants to do a rescue TV show with Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, and I guess rescue. What does that mean? This came from uh, uh, a, a website called we got this covered.com. Okay. <laughs> so take it with a grain of salt, but R- rescue, I guess is pepper pots, superhero alter ego in the Marvel universe. And uh, so some source who I guess had, had leaked a couple of other things about Marvel to this website that turned out to be true. Um, they're saying that Marvel is developing a superhero show on Disney plus for rescue which would, I guess, be a part that Gwyneth Paltrow would play. Except, I feel like it, even if they did, if even if they were developing the show, like Gwyneth is not going to do a fucking lead on an episodic superhero show. But they have like all the people from Marvel are like being in TV shows on Disney Plus for yeah. as themselves in the movies. I know, but Gwyneth, a lot. Of them, I just like, feel like she has no. Like, what would be in it for her? Right. Like, I could see, you know, Jeremy Renner and Tom Hiddleston. And, like, these are working actors that like to work. And Gwyneth is a, a re- very reluctant actress. Who's Yeah, she likes to hang out. And she'll do something if it's, like, crazy. Like, I think the reason she did those movies is because she thought it would be, like, weird. Yeah, like, well, and the first, I mean, she did the first one thinking it was probably going to be, like, a one-off or, like, not be, like, she was in, it was the very first Iron movie she was in, like, she had no idea what it was going to turn into. Uh, Right. And, like, and that was a time in her career that I think, it was before Goop started, but it was sort of when her acting career was slowing down. So who knows, like, what, you know, what she would have taken, what job she would have taken in 2008 versus even, like, a couple years after Goop started, like, by 2010, 2011, I don't know if she would have taken, like, a big superhero role like that yeah she was like freaking out and she was like i guess i have to do this now yeah she, i mean in like 2000 yeah she did pepper pots and started goop in the same year like pretty like can anyone else in the world say that no uh definitely not <laughs> <laughs> the two greatest contributions um, to culture in the past decade oh she's a huge influence on well my personal yeah. culture um so it'll be and apparently they could, they're also thinking Robert Downey Jr. could come back either in flashbacks or a hologram, something like that. So Disney, I mean, Disney Plus, I'm sure they're, like, developing literally shows for every character who's ever been in a Marvel property. So... Yeah. But, like, I'll, I'll believe it when I see... Yeah, I'll believe it when yeah, I see it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, look, if she was on TV... I mean, God... I mean, I'd watch her. I'd watch it. Yeah, I would have to. I mean, we would have to. Our jobs depend on it. Our very livelihoods. Mm -hmm. But, like, is she... Is seriously that's the show she's going to fucking do? No, it would only... I mean, yeah, there would be no reason for her to do it. Because she's not... I don't think she's, like, any of those original people are under contract anymore. So the only reason she did The Politician is because her husband literally wrote her the part. Like, I don't think she's going to commit to, like, a lead role on a sitcom or a show at least until like moses is out of the house like maybe in five years she'll start acting a bunch again but i don't think she doesn't well yeah like i think she just doesn't want to and in five years she's gonna want to even less yeah i mean we'll see where goop is in five years like who knows what what happened what anything is gonna be like in five years i mean it's a total fucking mystery 
God, the only person who really doesn't have to um, worry about anything is Gwyneth. She's going to be in demand whether she is a business mogul or an actress. She's smart. It was like, honestly, starting Goop was the smartest career move that anyone has ever made. She's like a business genius. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she'll be studied in uh, business schools for centuries. In business schools. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Um, uh, Marianne Williamson is getting going too hard for me a little bit. Oh, I have, I've sort of, the last week or so, I've cut back. I'll still read her tweets. I haven't watched a full one of her videos in about a week. It's a lot. It's just like it's so intense. Like I can't handle it sometimes. Yeah, it's. I mean, she really is going full um, AIDS. Like this is much. She's this full is, AIDS. This yeah. is what she was doing in the eighties and nineties, and it's very, it's yeah. very intense. Uh, it's intense, but it's like we're getting a first. We're we're seeing history. Mm-hmm. We're seeing what she did back then. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's she's like, hawking yeah. her new her. There's like a new edition or some personal edition of A Course in Miracles. No, that, it's free. Oh, is it free? Oh, good. Yeah, she's not selling stuff. She's like putting because she she's she put her like I don't her whole career is based on her interpretation of another self help book yeah. called A Course in Miracles, and she's releasing her like reflections on a course in miracles which is return to love i think but she's like releasing it for free in like bits and pieces okay yeah that was a book i mean i like i can read bits and pieces of her writing but it's too it's so intense and like most of the things i need to do are like escapism whether it's like really (laughs) light tv shows or also for me like really heavy movies are for some reason escapist to me um yeah yeah me too like i watched uh ingmar bergman's cries and whispers last night oh god i yeah there's there are a ton of bergman movies on criterion i know yeah and they're very cathartic for me um to just see people suffering i don't know why i don't know why some people it's like some people can't take that stuff but i like it no, I'm like that too. Well, I haven't really been this time, but like I know when I first broke up with my first boyfriend, and I was like in to- like the throes of depression, I would watch Mystic River every day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like the only thing that brought me any comfort. I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to turn off the sound effects on my email, but I can't figure out how to do it. Oh. It keeps on giving me these notifications. Don't worry about it. I just, so sorry, it's just I'm a little ding. Um, I have one more, one more quick thing that really doesn't have to do with Gwyneth or the newsletters, but I think it's a fun little mystery that maybe we can all try to solve together. Uh, okay. there's a Twitter account that's popped up in the past couple months and I saw it, but I haven't mentioned it on the podcast, but it's still happening. And the handle is, um, let's see, it's Dr. Jen adjacent. Have you seen uh-huh. this? Um, no. and Apparently, let me pull it up. Uh, okay, so it's, yeah, it's Dr. Jenna Jason, all one word. Um, and his uh, bio is, I am not Dr. Jen Gunter. I am just adjacent okay. to her. So you have to imagine me next to Jen in this picture. And it's a picture of, uh, like, half of Jen Gunter's face with nothing beside her. And then it says, I am American sugar to her Canadian spice. So this is, I guess, Jen That's- Gunter's new boyfriend? Wait, what? He's her boyfriend. Well, I, it's very strange. It the the is the, it like a fan account? No, because she follows him and she interacts with him, and they. Ca- Doctor Jen, that does not mean it's not a fan account. Yeah, that's true. Well, they they tag each other and they say like, "Oh, I'm you know I'm cooking this for Doctor Jen tonight," and then Doctor Jen will say, "Oh, I'm hanging out with like Doctor Jen adjacent and I are doing a uh, like a." a live stream magic show. Like we're going to a live stream magic show. Oh God. So this woman and, and she takes pictures of it. Like this one, it's like a man's legs and feet. So either it's completely insane. Okay. And she's like created this fake lover, or there's an actual man who started a Twitter account specifically to be Jen Gunter's anonymous lover. And either, either, uh, option is mind-bending to me okay hang on i'm gonna go 
look at it because I saw Dr. Jen in the wild because she was, of course, one of the first responders when Kim and uh, Taylor Swift's feud boiled over again this week. Um, And I clicked on one of uh, Kim Kardashian's, like, reply, like, tweets about it. And, like, the first response was from Dr. Jen. What she said, I cannot remember, but she Is she on Taylor's side or Kim's side? I don't even remember. She must be on Taylor's side. She definitely seems like No one's on anyone's side anymore. Mm. Everyone's just like, shut up. (laughs) But let me see. Let me look up. I'm going to try to find this. Yeah. And I was... He only he has like over a thousand followers now, but when I first followed him, he had uh, it was like Dr. Gerda level followers, nothing because it was new. He made I mean obviously this is like a new Twitter account. He also retweets um, the Borowitz reports. <laughs> uh, I mean I'm sure that like fucking Dr. Jen thinks the Borowitz report is like the funniest oh, thing sure. she has ever read in her entire life. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to see if anyone had any insight into who this might be, if it is a real person, if it's not a real person, and why it's like, if you start dating someone, you don't create a social media account, like, based on the person that you're new to, like, that's so crazy. Like, either he has, like, another personal account and he wants to stay anonymous, like, I guess I would want to stay anonymous if I was dating Jen Gunter too, but... It's very strange. But he wants it to be like his entire personality. Yeah. Is it like an SNM like dom Ugh. sub situation so where she's, she's like, I sub. need this or like, what is it? Okay, here it is. On Kim Kardashian West, at Taylor Swift 13 has chosen to reignite an old exchange. You guys know this tweet at this point, but I'm just reading it. Um, at this point in time, it feels very self-serving given suffering millions of real victims are facing right now. Okay, we remember this. It happened three days ago. It feels like a month ago. Okay. First response, Dr. Jen Bender. That's not how it reads to everyone else in the room. Also, snitch tagging. Oh, God. It's like she needs to get involved in this. And she snitch tags everything, everybody. And also, it's not snitch tagging. It's like she was like, it was a confrontation. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, like, what the fuck does that even mean? She's losing it. She's she was getting, like out for that anyway jen gunter is completely she also said that like people were asking her to learn how to in like use a ventilator she's going crazy right now right oh my god she's another one where i'm like all of these twitter doctors you find out like in the in the time of emergency are just like tweeting even harder than before (laughs) when everyone's like we have to thank our like medical professionals, blah blah blah, for like all of their hard work and sacrifice, which is exactly true. Like the Je- Dr. Jens of the world are just like fucking fighting with Kim Kardashian on Twitter. Like, don't listen to these people. Yeah, like don't aren't they? Shouldn't they be busy like helping people? I don't know. I mean, she's an obstetrician. She's a gynecologist. Kind of, yeah. Uh, but and I guess she doesn't like practice really anymore. She is now just like a personality. <laughs> He's like a public personality. Yeah. I know. That's what I hate about all of these, like, it's like, it really doesn't matter. Like, yeah, there are some people who are spreading more misinformation than others, but like all of these doctor, these like public persona doctors are just like, it's just, it's, it's sketchy. It's just, it's always sketchy. Yeah. Um, all right. Shall we move on to the current newsletters? Uh, sure. Let's do it. The um, newsletters were, like, pretty boring, I Yeah, thought. they were, there was only two of them and a, a lot of recycled content, which, I mean, hey, it's, like, tough out there. I don't, uh, begrudge Goop for not having a ton of content. No, um, not at all. As well, long as they get it, I mean, you just gotta get it out, right? Yeah, and they did. Um, what was your best? Okay, I mean, like, it's still depressing, it's not escapist, but my best was the coronavirus Q&A with Dr. Angela Rasmussen. Mm-hmm. She's a, um, she's a doctor, she's like a, a professor or whatever at uh, Columbia, and it was just like a good, like, fact-based, like, Q&A, just like, about coronavirus and like, everything that is known at the time, so far, like, and publicly available. So, like, it's not, it's not a ton of, like, brand new information, but sometimes it feels good to just read, like, a very sober, like, goop-like Q&A that's just, like, putting out the facts, no, like, nothing else, 
just information with like no one interrupting, no one is screaming it in your face. You can just read it at a leisurely pace. And it's just, it, it's just sort of, I'm like, I get comforted to just like know what the facts are of any situation. Like I have to know the facts. Yeah. Cause your, your brain and, can just spin out in a million directions if you're not. And like, and now there's so many, so much bombardment of different facts coming in, especially if you get most of your news through like Twitter. And so it is nice to have something as, as sober and straightforward as goop to tell you all of your medical news. But this is what I'm saying. Like goop is like, they sometimes, sometimes they do it right, but it's the same thing. This is the problem with goop where it's like with their factual information, just like with their recipes, like you need to know kind of like what to admit, omit, what to ignore, what to replace. Like, you kind of have to already have a good sense of what's going on to get anything out of it. But totally. I did, you know, it's like you can, if you can tell that someone is like probably not like a basket case, I don't know, maybe that's not good. But I liked, I liked it. I thought it was informative and not hysterical. Yeah, it wasn't was an alarmist. Um, they debunked what was, oh, the thing about some people were saying there was like two possible strains and that was sort of debunked. Um, yeah the bat origins was interesting i didn't realize like previous like sars and stuff were also caused by bats yeah um, uh yeah well they also think it might be from that other weird animal which one the pangolin oh weird huh well which have you seen a picture of it is that like a monkey i don't know pangolin no it's like it looks like a penguin but it's covered in scales it's really scary looking oh yeah what is it a, a um, mammal or a reptile? It's a mammal, but it looks like a reptile. Weird. Well, kill all pangolins. It freaks me out. Let's get rid of them. Yeah, what if that was our response? We just like kill pangolin all the pangolins. Genocide. <laughs> Build the wall. Uh, so my favorite yeah. or my best this week was sort of. I'm sort of surprised that it was, but it was the um, the recipe. For the easy spinach lasagna with cauliflower bechamel. Did you see that? Oh, that looked good, but I didn't fully click through it. Yeah, because like, I'm trying to, like, when I do cook, I'm trying to, you know, find things that are, you know, big recipes that will last for a few days. Um, like, I made this giant thing of minestrone soup yesterday, which we'll have for a few days. Uh, I made, like, a frozen lasagna last week, but it would be nice to make a somewhat healthy one and like i just i i'm trying to eat as many vegetables as i can and it's sort of hard right now so this is a spinach lasagna uh well it's self-explanatory spinach lasagna and then you make a cauliflower bechamel so you just basically soak uh a cauliflower in vegetable stock and parmesan rind and a bunch of garlic and you blend it up and then that's like layered with the spinach so it's sort of a lighter uh slightly healthier version of lasagna um, oh yeah, because you don't even really use cheese except for the Parmesan rind, which I might I might sneak a little cheese in there. And then yeah. they, and then they recommend using those Capello's gluten free lasagna sheets. I would just I think use regular, but yeah, like all goop recipes, you gotta pick and choose. But this one it's it sounded good and like relatively healthy for lasagna. Yeah, I mean, food is just like sort of stressing me out right now. I it seems like everybody is like resorting to like baking or like cooking the thing that they always wanted to try making and like I am comforted in the kitchen when I'm like making stuff but I just don't have I don't know like everything is just like so expensive and so hard to get and so like such an ordeal to like get it in your house like I don't feel excited about like making stuff or like seek I definitely am not excited about like seeking out ingredients no that's the problem right now it's like if you have the ingredients already or for me like if I have them then it is very stress relieving and relaxing to like make a slightly you know more elaborate recipe than I usually would but yeah it's like finding those ingredients and then either having to order them or going to the grocery store which is so stressful uh yeah so I don't know um that's why like yeah making things that last for a while is helpful uh, yeah, and it's I'm oh, but you know what? I did make a variation of the Moroccan turkey meatballs last night, which is I think like my all time favorite goop recipe, and like the one I've hands down made the most. I make that make it a lot. Yeah, but I was like, 
last night, I just, I didn't feel like making the balls and doing the whole thing. I just, I'm, it's just like not where my headspace was totally. or is. So I just like made it, I just like put the ground beef in the pan and cooked it and then like top with like all the seasonings and like simmered it in the sauce for a long time and made like a Moroccan turkey meat sauce instead of meatballs and it was great. Oh, that sounds great. That's I really put it good. over a baked potato. Ooh, yum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been um, make. Yeah. I also like we're getting so little exercise. I feel like I don't need as many calories as normal. So I'm I've been like skipping lunch sometimes. I don't know. I just feel like I'm not as hungry as much anymore. Yeah, like, I don't I'm just need three sort of meals like, a day with this lifestyle. Yeah, I I don't know. Yesterday was just like a really intense day for me where like I just couldn't really focus on anything. Like I tried to work out and that didn't really go well. I tried to cook and that didn't really ha- I mean I, I made stuff but I didn't like make the full thing. Like I was just sort of like I don't know. It's not it's just been like it's just been kind of weird. I mean, obviously, yeah. but my appetite is my appetite hasn't really been there, but I'm still definitely, like, grazing yeah. and eating, like, unhealthy things. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, sugar and carbs are just such comfort. Um, They're so comforting. But I'm worried about the sugar because I'm like, is this bad for my immune system? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Anyone yeah. care? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, knock on wood, like, we're, unless, I don't know, I, like, we're, we're pretty we're pretty safe being... Angelino's able to hole up in our ho- houses, um, and the it hasn't been as bad here as it's been in New York, thank God. Um, oh my God, I know. I was crying so much reading about New York. Yeah, yesterday. it's really oh. horrible. It's really hard to. Oh. And I know that God, that I used to live right by that hospital, the Elmhurst Hospital, or walk by it at least, um, where they're having such horrible issues. Oh, so yeah. yeah, we really are thinking about everyone in New York and everywhere. Yeah. It's been hitting hit hard. Yes. Um, what was um, your worst? Okay. Uh, anyway, sorry. Welcome to like your dose of escapism, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> sorry. Um, what if we tried not to talk okay. about coronavirus? I don't know if we could. I mean, it would be impossible yeah, not impossible. to. It would be insane. It would be, like, truly insane, actually, not to. I think if I listened to a podcast and they weren't talking about coronavirus, I would be, like, irritated. I'd be like, what is your problem? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was sort of, it was uh, sort of, like, after the election, I had to stop listening to some podcasts that, like, weren't talking about how horrible it was that Trump was elected, even if it had nothing to do with I, politics. I felt like that, too. Yeah. I was like, I was like are they people insane? Yeah. So we're going to keep talking uh, about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about it non-fucking-stop. Okay. Should we move on? Yes. My worst, you know, I put it at worst. I don't know if it was really bad. It, it was a contender for saddest, but that got replaced <laughs> with something else. Um, they're still trying to sell that fucking foam roller. I know. Lauren Rocks. As like a workout. They're like, oh, is there a global, like, is it the apocalypse? I've got just the thing, <laughs> the foam roller. And like you, they're telling you to do this at home for your home workout. And I've always been the foam roller defender on this show because I know that people do them and people have done them like before Goop had foam rollers. And I know that they have like some benefit. I don't totally understand exactly what they're supposed to do, but whatever. Um, But at this point, like let the foam roller go. Like you can't change the past. You can't, there's like a limit to the amount of control we have over the situation we're in right now. No one is buying the foam roller. Yeah. And if you are, I mean, God bless you, but it's, uh, yeah, we have other things to worry about now. And she, she is relentless. Like the, the Instagram photo where Gwyneth was wearing our shirt, um, you know, Gwyneth had tagged a bunch of the women that she works with, uh, for international women's day. And she didn't tag Lauren Roxborough. So Lauren went on there and tagged herself. (laughs) <laughs> it was like, well, hey, remember me? Foam rollers. So, yeah. She wasn't on the shirt. No, well, that, yeah. No, well, no, but she, but Gwyneth tagged a bunch of women, not just the women on the shirt. Like, she, 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 you know, Tracy Anderson, like all the, the women who contribute to Goop, but she forgot poor Lauren. Oh, oh, poor Lauren. Um, um and, 
Yeah, and then so she, ta- she tagged herself, and then Gwyneth was like, oh my god, yes, how could I forget? Lauren, I love you. Oh my god, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you... I had another thing that I think should have been my best. What? Did you watch the video where Seamus made the beans? Oh, yeah, I did. After you said... Because I didn't even realize they had started doing all these YouTube videos. Um, but yeah, I watched it. You liked it? Yeah, Seamus made a bean salad, which I don't have... You can't, I don't know where you find a bag of dry beans around here anymore. But I actually have... I have a bag of pinto I have beans. a bag of flagellate beans ready to go because i i bought but you don't it because what do you have pepperola? do i have what peppery arugula no that is something wow. i need to go out and get well but i was i thought he was looking good in that video yeah he's he's like a handsome guy uh the thing about these new cooking videos um everyone I think it's a good, like, I'm glad that they're doing them. Everyone, it, it just needs to settle down a little bit. Everyone's, like, mugging for the camera a little too hard right now. Uh, yeah. And they, I think I, it, they will settle down. But, like, that, that was sort of my note across the board for all these, these like, you know, the Bon Appetit-like videos that they are trying to make. is like, everyone needs to just chill. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have, like, the casual, relaxed feel of a Bon Appetit video, where it's, like, it truly does feel like, in the Bon Appetit ones, like, it feels like they do not give a shit if you're watching them or not. They don't really want to be doing it anyway. They just sort of, like, have to for their job. And yeah, they're just, like, just at work doing, and, and, like, you're, like, yeah, they're they're completely unimpressed with how, sort of, famous they're becoming, <laughs> Yeah, and it's almost like they wish that they weren't because it just means more work for them yeah. because, like, now they all have to write cookbooks and stuff. Um, but, yeah, Seamus and then uh, and then What's-Her-Face, um, the kitchen editor. Uh, oh, God. The, the vegan Big Mac? Yeah, that made the vegan Big Mac. Like, they're fun, too, but, again, it was a, it was a lot of, like, running around and, like, going back to the fridge and getting stuff and being goofy, and it was it was a little too much for me. It was a little, I agree with you. I thought it was a little bit too, I thought it was a little bit too much. It just, my point was just simply that I never got the Seamus thing, but in this video I was like, okay, I see it. Oh yeah. That's what happens with men who cook on camera. They just automatically are become hot, I think. Like, if if you took the Bon Appetit guys out of context, most of them would not be unusually attractive but then for some reason in that context i mean you should like they're people are just in love with them like like it's crazy uh i think the young one who does like the guy that does like the fermented stuff one is hot oh brad no he is hot and andy's sort of hot they're actually brad and andy i would say well, are like andy's ob- hot objectively hot objectively um the other guys like Chris, I could take or leave. That one guy I really don't like. Um, the, like, shorter, doofy guy. I don't remember his name. Anyway. Wait, there's a short, goofy one? The, uh, the one who always does, like, cocktails. He sort of seems like an asshole. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Seamus is cute. Um, well, my, anyway. My worst so was... I- uh, the article, how these seven, seven women are finding comfort at home. And this was the oh, one. Oh yeah, I don't want to hear about that shit. I didn't read it. I don't, I cannot, oh my I God. don't want to hear it. This was like, uh, like the get the guillotine out moment for me this week. Yeah, um, that was their little Marie Antoinette moment. Because there, there was like, you know, these seven, I mean, just ridiculous, one more privileged than the last. Um, sure. All the same. I'm staying at my beautiful mansion and I'm playing with my kids and I'm being very peaceful and that's how I'm dealing with this. And it's like, we have Athena Calderon, who's that like ex-DJ who married the Hamptons guy who fled the city. I don't think they should let New York City people into the Hamptons now because they're going to just spread the virus. But she fled... Well, that's what they're saying. In California, they've been like, please don't come to like our more secluded... Good, yeah, like Outside don't. of LA, they're like these like nice kind of like vacation towns. And they're like, please don't come here from LA because we don't have the infrastructure 
to accommodate a bunch of people from LA coming and having the coronavirus here. Totally. Like we're already going to get it. So like, can you just stay where you are? Yeah. It's like really rude and selfish to do that. But Athena Calderon did. Then we have like a stylist. We have these like CEOs. Um, And then the one that really got me was the sixth out of seven. Amanda fucking Hearst. I do not need to hear from a fucking Hearst right now. Is she married? She's not the one who's married to Chris. No, she is the sis. So Lydia is married to Chris Hardwick. They're their own fucking thing that we don't need to talk about right now. Amanda is the other daughter of Patty who's married to like this Norwegian prince or something. Um, Okay. And her, uh, her suggestion to make it through coronavirus is to do puzzles. Um, She's learning Norwegian because her husband is Norwegian and she ordered yoga, new yoga mats. And that was her advice. Well, that doesn't sound that infuriating to me. I mean, it was just the fact that I just saw that name and I'm like, ugh, your family's disgusting. Like your family has been disgusting for like eight generations have like exploited Californians forever. And you're telling me how to live now. I hate you. Um, I know. Definitely not. I also just like, I cannot do anything to fucking chill out. Like I'm not doing, I'm like not doing, I am doing crossword puzzles. Actually. Those are, those are helping me. Yeah. I'll do a crossword puzzle. I just hate jigsaw puzzles anyway. Like it would just, it makes me more stressed out on a normal day. So doing this, now would be completely infuriating for me it's just like like movies and tv and reading is what helps me rich people are doing um jigsaw puzzles because they all have big tables to do them on (laughs) (laughs) my theory yeah they have too much space but i do like it i do like a nice jigsaw puzzle yeah it's a part of my brain that i just don't care to like exercise i guess it just doesn't do it like i I, it doesn't oh yeah it doesn't solve a problem it it doesn't give me any joy it's it just is like numb for me to 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 put things together on a table to make a picture i just don't get it like a crossword puzzle is like you're you actually get some satisfaction because you actually have to think and figure out stuff and a jigsaw puzzle you have to do the puzzle too you have to think to do the jigsaw puzzle too, because you have to like figure out where everything goes, and then once it's done, you've like made something nice. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, it's not fun. a type of thinking I'm interested but, in. But um, it's like so satisfying when you're like, oh, it goes in there. Like there, that's where it goes. Hmm. Yeah. No, they're very popular. I'm in the minority. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was your no, saddest I mean, or definitely not cracking out any puzzles? Right. No, no, no. Uh, My your... craziest is like okay, so trace. Wait, hello? Yes. Okay, so my craziest is um, Tracy Anderson has come out with, um, in her, like, largesse for the people, has come out with a with a series, with a 15-minute workout that you can do for free on, like, goop.com or something. Oh, I saw that. Which is, like, nice, I guess. But Tracy Anderson is still streaming for, like, God knows how much her workout class are, classes are. I, the last I checked, it was like $400 a month to be a member of her studio. Her shit is so fucking expensive. And it's like, what are you going to do with a 15-minute workout video? Uh, I I mean, a f- 15 is pretty short. But, like, if you are in a hurry, 15 minutes to get your heart rate up, that sounds good. I'd, I'd rather do a 15-minute workout than an hour-long workout. I guess I would, too, honestly. I mean, God knows... Last night I tried to do a 40-minute yoga video, and I only made it through half of it before I just, like, started staring into space. So, like, I guess that's good. Maybe that's all I could handle. Maybe I should walk that one back. Yeah, try but to I, do I still it. think that, like, everyone else is like, I'm releasing my entire catalog. Or, like, I'm releasing all this stuff for free. And Tracy Anderson is, like, recording a new – like, she's not even releasing stuff that she's already has. Like, she's recording, like, a new thing. Oh, yeah. With, no, like, she'll never release her real stuff. behind her, like, six feet back doing modifications and it's like 15 minutes oh that's funny know. it's the girl behind her is social dis- distancing from her i assume i mean i can't imagine I that you would yeah. make a video where you the girl isn't social well, that's true i guess in you. most workout videos people are six feet apart anyway <laughs> i mean you'll hopefully. bump into each other if you're closer uh oh 
interesting. I did like a half hour body project workout three days ago and I'm still fucking sore. <laughs> I haven't been able to do one since. It's so hard. Yeah. I got really sore after I did um, a, I did a, um, I did a bar class at home on, on TV and afterwards I was so sore and I was like, oh my God, I have coronavirus. But then I was like, oh, I think I'm just like sore from like working out. That is funny when you think you're sick because your muscles are sore. Cause it is like a sort of similar feeling of, as being like achy and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Now it's like anytime I have a cough, anytime, I mean, everyone's like this, uh, it's just really scary. Oh my god, I'm like insane. I'm also taking my temperature five thousand times oh, a day. I'm I don't also have a like, thermometer. Well, I mean, I don't know. I ordered I think, one. It said I mean, it was going to come in May. But you can sort of tell if you're feverish. I put my hand on I my think, forehead. Yeah, you can tell. Um. So my out just a, a saddest that was uh. The <laughs> there was an article called something called glowy super gel is really cheering us up, and it, it was obviously like an interview that they did with this lady who made this glowy super gel before all this shit happened, and then they were releasing it now, so they just had to like change all the copy to like reflect our cu- current trauma, <laughs> and it was it was sort of funny but just sort of sad because um, it was just supposed to be one of these you know throwaway ads for this product. And whoever wrote this had to be, like, all profound now. And so she says, It seems long ago now, but it was actually a recent sunny day when we sat down in a breezy, shaded courtyard on Melrose Place for citrus crostini and vegetarian niçoise salad with a very surprised, delighted, and it should be noted glowy, Lainey Crowell, the founder of the hot new startup Say. And then she talks about this beautiful lunch and then goes on to say, Practically everything in the preceded paragraph makes us wistful. The sunny restaurant, the playground, the idea of something selling out, being a positive. And Crowell, like all of us, misses the lives we led just a few weeks ago. But the gel that we took home from that meeting is still delighting us. And then it goes on to say how great this gel is. And then they like had to do a, um, like a follow-up interview with her and ask the lady how she's dealing with coronavirus. And so she says, I really miss the faces and energy from my small team, but it's important for me to show up to our morning call feeling put together and ready for the day. So I use my glowy fucking super gel for $28. Well, I actually was like, I saw that and I was like, Ooh, I kind of want that. And it's like affordable. And I was like, Oh, maybe they'll like, I thought like maybe if I talk about this on the podcast Google will feel sorry for me and like send it to me as a present oh yeah maybe they will but Are you listening? well I forgot to talk about it and well we're talking about it now I, I like the idea of the glowy super gel it's a I don't really get it it's it's a mo- it's a moisturizer or it's what do you do it you just put it on your face and your face it's like makeup yeah I guess it's like a glowy super gel I have it's a like gl- a hot- Right. I get. I have like a um a glittery like thing that I got in France last year that has like sparkly. I wonder if it's like that. I don't um. think it's sparkly. I think it's more like um iridescent. Okay. Uh, um, I don't know. I think it seems. I you know, being glowy has been an obsession with for women for the last like ten years. So. It's just another glowy thing to put on your face. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is affordable for goop stuff. So, you know, maybe. 20 bucks is, I don't, I just, I don't know how, I don't know how big that is, but. It's probably whatever. tiny. It's probably like a chapstick. I also am not doing any, like, I don't have to put on makeup for any reason. No. No. Uh, I'm still trying to do a little bit of a skincare routine at night. Um, putting on just some a little serum and a little moisturizer um but i'm really not putting on like spf in the morning anymore because i'm not going outside i still am because i heard you're still supposed to wear it when you're inside oh really i guess i should then i think you are i think you still should wear it i'm still doing that in the morning and i'm still like definitely doing like i those are the only like um those are like my favorite things to do right now are like skincare shit Uh, um what would you try 
Oh, office hours? What is this? I don't I, I don't understand what it is. On Instagram, Goop is like, we're doing office hours now. And Does that mean anyone can just Oh, you can just respond to someone during office hours? It's like having a teacher? It's like you ask questions, like they'll have like a different like expert and they'll talk to you about like I don't know, like how you should be eating right now or like how you should be like what you should be doing at home, just whatever, how to work out, like just like asking them like lifestyle questions about being in quarantine. That's cute. And it's uh, it's just on Instagram. Yeah. And people like are set submitting questions like so, one of like an example. One question is like, how do you start your morning calm and productively during times like these? And then like. The woman, Dr. Shauna Shapiro. Who is that? Uh, she doesn't ring a bell. Shauna Shapiro. It sort of rings a bell to me, but she's like one of the goop doctors. Is She was doing, those were her office hours. So then like she answered the question. And then there's like another girl who's doing like um, kid-friendly recipes. Just like all kinds of like shit. Like there's like a different expert for each session that you can like ask them questions and then they were responding to it. Oh, that's cute. Did you, did you have someone you wanted to ask about something specific? I absolutely don't. I have no questions for anybody. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I'd be like really scared to, to actually like communicate with any of these people. I would never communicate no. with them. I have no questions. I just, I don't know. I just, I like to see, I'm glad that it's, it, it exists. Yeah. Is all I'll say. I, d- I think I did catch a little bit of Elisa's office hours the other day. Cause she was talking about like, they're all, you know, obviously coming from their own homes now. Um, but just, it's just stressing me out to even hear anyone, especially a goop person right now. I don't know why. Yeah. They're stressful. Elise is a stressful person. It's like, I don't want to hear anybody who's inside of a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I live in an apartment with, and I share a washing machine with like 40 people. Like, please leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, in better days, in another mindset, I would love to, like, peek into these people's houses, but now I have no real interest. Now it just stresses me out, yeah. Um, So the thing I would try, and I actually was going to try it right before I started recording and I forgot, was to start taking probiotics again, uh, based on Gerda's (laughs) recommendation. Oh, yeah, Gerda said that probiotics are worth it. Uh, yeah, which I feel like probiotics were huge a couple years ago, and then, then there was a whole backlash, and people were saying, oh, it's not necessary, and they're super expensive, which they are, but Gerda, she, uh, got vitamin C back in the game last week, and this week she's getting probiotics back in the game, because she is, as we all know, her background is in the pharmaceutical industry, so she might have some ties to big probiotic, but, uh, the question was very funny, it was, um... Dear Goop, I'd rather not discuss the reasons I think my digestion isn't great. I mean, like, we can guess. Like, there's not that sure. many reasons. Like, there's one, one big... There's one thing. Like, there's one big brown good, reason but... in the bottom of your toilet bowl. Uh, but yeah. I want to take a pro- pro- probiotic. And from the news these days, you'd think that bacteria are in control of my whole body, not just my gut. But my question is, are probiotics worth taking? And if so, how do I choose one? So Gerda says, yes, they're worth taking. And you choose one by... Uh, here's the most expensive one and it's like $50 for this beautiful, like green tin of like a powdered probiotic. Um, but I have my cheapo, whatever is like 40% off at Lassen's. That's the brand that I use. So I'm going to start doing it. I just, I eat Greek yogurt every day. Oh yeah. I'm almost out of yogurt. That's a, I really do need to get groceries. Um, cause I have, I have one more serving of yogurt left and then gotta go back. Ugh, yeah. I just got a a fresh tub of yogurt. <laughs> so sad. Um uh what would you buy? Uh I would buy oh, I don't know. self tanner. Sure, that was the ask Jean this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would buy this self tanner and I don't even know if I would want it, but self tanner if it first of all, it usually has like a fun tropical smell that's like coconutty or something. Additionally, when I lived in Chicago in the darkest winters, when I was like, I hate this, I hate the city and I hate my life. The one thing that would cheer me up, very ill-advised. I'm not saying anyone should do it. I'm not saying anyone even could do it right now, but I used to love to go to the UV beds. Those are really bad for you. You shouldn't do it, but I would go and I would just get 
it made me feel so good. So I'm like, would being like having like a little self tanner and like just sort of pretending I'd been outside make me feel like refreshed and happy? I don't know. It might. I mean, sunlight is really important. Could you could you just walk up to Griffith Park and sit on a patch of grass without like not around a lot of people for? I would not sit on grass right now. Um, I would not. I saw a jogger fucking straight up hawk a loogie in the street today. Uh, like people are pigs. Like yeah, I, they don't true. shit. Two, I I think Griffith Park might be closed. If it's not closed, it's going to be completely overrun with people. Like people do not give a shit about this. Like people are like jogging, hiking. Like they are doing as much. They're doing so many outdoor activities. Like I wouldn't even want to go. Um, I mean, I. I've gone a couple times this week and it's not bad. Like it's pretty like there's some joggers, but it hasn't, it hasn't been very crowded. And But you live on, you come on the other side of it though. I have, I live by like the big main entrance. Oh yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I guess your I side mean, is like, just like my street has a ton of joggers on it yeah. and I live like a few blocks from it. So I guess self tanner will have to do. And that, I mean, a coconut smell is really transcendent, I think, especially when you're not going outside. Yes. All you need to do is fucking smell a coconut and all of a sudden you're on the tropical vacation. You can stay home, you know, and just smell a coconut. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I might, I might need to order some Bath and Body Works coconut candles soon, even though you're not supposed to order, uh, non-essential items right now. Right. Oh, you're not. I don't think so. Cause it like takes up, time for the FedEx people? I have no idea. You hear all this information, I don't know what's real and what's not. Um, I would buy nothing. Like, there there was one article that was about active wear, and I guess I do need, like, new sweatpants, since I only have, like, two pairs of sweatpants, and that's literally all I'm wearing, so I guess I should, like, expand my uh, my my sweatpant wardrobe, but other than that, I really have nothing to buy. And I shouldn't because I, I'm unemployed. I am expanding my athleisure wardrobe. Yeah. I'm just worried like when all this is over, I'm going to be just so large that I can't fit into any of my clothes. Well, I mean, I'm all, I'm sizing them all up. Oh man, that's smart. I mean, they fit, they fit great. <laughs> it's, it's really fucked up, but they're all from Kate Hudson. Oh, right. Fed fun. Or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> uh, have you gotten more Rihanna outfits too? <sighs> no, I don't want anything that on the website right now. I keep checking it, but it's like, it's all like, it's too sexy. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to wear this shit right now. I want, like, if she had more like sweatpants <laughs> on there, <laughs> then I would probably be buying it. But because I have sweatpants. quite a few Rihanna books to spend, but. There's nothing I really want on there right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would have no reason to, to dress like Rihanna in this, in this climate. No, it is not my. I am not one of those people who are like, all those people on inter, on the internet are like, oh, I'm so horny right now. I, I just like, I cannot relate to it. I'm yeah. like, I'm curled in a ball, staring at the floor, staring out the window, crying. That's oh. it. <laughs> not. Oh, well, yeah. um, on that note, <laughs> okay. it's been an hour. Um, okay. We really, really appreciate you guys listening to our podcast. Uh, we're thinking about you. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. This is tough. Yeah, of course. Always hit us up on Instagram. We love to hear from you. Um uh, Instagram is the best way to get in touch with us. Um, tell us how you're doing, how you're coping, what products are you using that make you feel better? What recipes are you making? Um, and don't forget to join our Patreon and buy our merch. <laughs> it's very important. Very important. The most important thing you can do right now. Yeah. The uh, most but yeah, if you want a stupid t-shirt, you know where to get it. And Patreon will, yeah, we're, uh, in- income is limited. So if you guys can help, um, that would be lovely. And we'll have uh, yeah. new newsletters out. We'll write them this weekend. Have them out before oh, yeah. April 1st. Okay. So thanks so much for listening. We love you. Be safe. And we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye.
Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.